How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Thank you for that, and welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. How you doing? We're coast to coast. We're border to border. We're around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Here to talk sports with you at 1-800-878-PLAY. Once again, 1-800. you got to say it like that. 1-800-878-7529. Pig vomit. WNBC. I think that was the first time I saw Paul Jamada by the way, was um, in uh, private parts when he did the WNBC. All right, anyway, we're here for you. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. 1-800-878-7529. Get in and get heard wherever you might happen to be listening in this great land of ours, Bulgaria. 1-800... It's cracking myself up. Um, we're wide open at the beginning of this show for about 40 minutes at 940, as we always do on Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. We will bring in not tacos, but we'll talk to Karen Lyle from salesportstalk.com. I'll also have author uh, Robert Bear, and I will have author M.P. Woodward, and uh, I will have uh, filmmakers Yvette Lucas and Patrick Bresnan. For their new movie called Rick Rules. No, sorry, Naked Gardens is the name of that one. Uh, we'll talk to um, Simon Holden about golf. He'll be calling in from England for Against the Number.com. And then uh, comedian Corey Holcomb, who's in town at Cobbs, trying to get Joe List. He's at, uh, at the punchline this weekend. But uh, we'll have Corey uh, in the second hour as well. Big shout-out to our troops listening both home and abroad on the American Forces Radio Network. Whatever branch you're with, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, National Guard, Space Force, you're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. We're on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app, Twitch.tv. There I am. Search for SportsByline.com. SportsByline.com. Click Listen Live. Emails Rick at SportsByline.com. The Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Come on back. Thanks, everyone, for baking your way here on this toasty morning. 
Are you all ready to jam? Excellent. Before we get rolling, let's start by hashing out everything Bagel will be discussing. Profit margins are okay, but they could maybe be butter. Sorry, I don't mean to waffle. Next quarter, it's all or muffin. Did you have a question, sausage patty? Um, my name's Patricia. When you can't take your mind off breakfast, it matters where you stay. Delicious breakfast available at our Hilton family of brands. Hilton, for the stay. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Let's say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember, they can say yes when your bank says no. Call Easy Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. Easy Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. You may be into punk rock, soft rock, or classic rock, R&B, hip-hop, or house, country, techno, or techno country. But no matter what kind of music you listen to, here's something else you should hear. Please consider getting vaccinated. Talk to your pharmacist today about Comirnaty, COVID-19 vaccine mRNA. This message brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, Coast to Coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Open lines if you would like to get in. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Once again, 1-800-878-PLAY. What sports do you cover? That's you, the dumb guy. I'm offended, Rick. 1-800-878-PLAY. All right. <clears throat> the Warriors are in Boston. They will take on the Celtics 
tomorrow at 6 p.m. Pacific for Game 3, and this is going to be a huge one. They're all huge in the finals, of course, but uh, it's going to be big because the Warriors can take back home court and the Celtics can choke it away. And I was kind of thinking, uh, kind of thinking or thinking, thinking that what kind of Draymond Green are we going to get? He's obviously going to be getting under their skin, there's no doubt. I mean, if you um, look at uh, his stats in game one, he had four points, 11 rebounds, five assists, and then fouled out in the fourth quarter. So there are some people say that Draymond Green is a future Hall of Famer. I completely disagree with that. If you go by titles one, then I think you have a good argument. He just doesn't seem as a Hall of Famer to me, and then you go, well, Rick, you're not thinking about the defense. He's an all-time great defensive player. Okay, well, keep talking to me. He's funny. He's candid. He talks uh, talks very succinctly and smart. He talks out of his behind. He spars with people. He's a provocateur, a broadcaster, a podcaster, just very bold, very rash competitor. He's clutch, he chokes, he throws the ball away, he makes a great pass. He calls other people out, he bristles at even minor criticism or slights. But there's no doubt that he is one of the touchstones, if you like, of the Warriors' greatest team in their history and also to some of their most bitter disappointments. And that may be true today more than any other point in his career. Because if, if Draymond is effective, he's a world-class winner. He's a player whose individual impact, his, his influence on the game, are the key to letting the players around him do well. The Warriors have never lost a seven-game series in which Curry, Clay, and Draymond have all started the same game. Now, that's kind of a dumb stat because in Game 6 and Game 7 in 2016, after missing one game, they all started. And so you say, well, maybe if Draymond played in Game 5, well, they lost Game 6 and Game 7 with him. But anyway, the, the need for Draymond to be great, I think, feels even more important now, especially when you look at Clay has not been himself in the first two games. And... Draymond was very much a part of the loss in very in game one and very much part of that victory in game two. I mean, take game two, his defense, defense, his defense on Jalen Brown helped turn off his hot start, which was a key in short-circuiting the Celtics team that had been looking to, you know, put really put the series away by winning two in SF. Yeah, I said SF. I'll say San Fran, too. If you get offended by San Fran, I don't know where you're from. Frisco is the one that I think kind of bristles people. Anyway. <clears throat> Draymond Green plays mind, game, mind games and mind games. I guess I could talk today. And when you walk that fine line, that, that knife edge between just right and too much, too little Goldilocks. But that's, that's Draymond. He's critical to the team's success in that he has to perfectly calibrate the, how do we say politely, 
the competitive fire and and to say in a in sultry way the jackassery how he can be the hero and not the goat <clears throat> goat from my generation because his approach you know dirty and dogged awesome and annoying limiting an opposing star or you know it's just winning and losing what are you going to do and you know as i said in 2016 the warriors went 73 and 9 and they lost to the 57 and 25 cavaliers and late in game 4 with 3 minutes away from taking a 3-1 series lead draymond got um suspended and there were some i mean just the most epic nba finals collapse and green was very close to getting a uh, an early technical foul and then getting one and then flirting with ejection later you know they both fell to the ground he and brown and and he People said he kept his feet on Brown. I think he kept his feet on Brown for a beat. He needed one beat to get them off, but Brown didn't like it. And it just makes all of us Warrior fans gasp. Because I sort of feel if you get teed up following a ref, yelling at him, walk away, walk away, walk away, 23. No, 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 boom, there's the first tee. That's a, that's a shot. And what if the Warriors win by uh, lose by one or go to OT when they shouldn't have? And so we Warriors fans, we've seen this before. And we don't need Draymond to score. I think his greatest game ever, he had one point. <laughs> Seriously. But he had nine. Please don't shoot threes ever. He had nine points. I mean, it's just embarrassing. He can't even hit the back iron. He just hits the backboard. Nine points, five rebounds, seven assists, one steal, one block. But there are a lot of defensive stats that don't show up. Obviously, looking at how many points the other guy is scoring is one way to look at it. But if the wrong official, or if Boston, the right official had been around, you could have had disaster and the Warriors would be down 0-2. I mean, there's that flagrant two that Green unleashed on Brandon Clark earlier in the postseason. That didn't lead to a suspension, but he was over the line. And... You know, his basketball IQ, we had Brian Scalabrini, who coached him, just talked about how smart Draymond is on the floor. You know, he's the Big Ten player of the year at Michigan State. He wasn't even a first-round pick because nobody knew what to do with him. He was a, um, a forward, but he can't shoot. And he's not big enough to play center. What do you do with him? I guess play him at the four and hope he plays good defense. You know, um, Charles Barkley and he have gone back and forth chastising each other. Barkley said someone punched him in the face, and then Draymond's like, look at my resume, look at my rings. You know, Green going on these podcasts, the tongue-lashing Kevin Durant to the point where he has to leave the team. I mean, there are some guys that draw the ire of the rest of the league, but usually not him. And, And if you like that type of player, then Green has to be one of your favorite players. And you could say, I love his authenticity, you know? I love how he thinks he's better than he is, but he has the rings, so who's laughing? And go too far, as he almost did in game two, 
miss game time, that could be enough for the Celtics to turn it around without his defense. And the pressure is real, and I just want to see what Draymond unleashes. He says it's only going to get harder. You know, the old writing checks with your mouth that your body can't cash, and he flirts with it. But the last thing he's going to do is be timid. We know that. So I'm just wondering what, which Draymond we are going to get. All right, let's take a quick break. Lines are open at 1-800-878-PLAY. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, 
Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. You're so ugly you could be a modern art masterpiece. I'm 33% sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. Well, that just hurts my feelings. (laughs) Anyway, uh, welcome back to the show, 1-800-878-PLAY. Coming up in the next segment, we will check in with uh, Karen Lyle from salesportstalk.com. We do that every Tuesday, two for Tuesday, on uh, sportsbyline.com, and uh, at 11.40, that would be, or I should say 9.40, that's uh, my show. So we'll do that. When I look at the Warriors, and you look about a team built from the ground up, you got to love these two franchises, because... If you talk about roster construction standpoints with teams who, you know, as I said, did their, did their due diligence on draft day, there were a couple other teams, the Mavs and the Heat, especially with the Doncic young trade on draft day. But every general manager has to look for shooters, creators, two-way wings, versatile bigs, all these things. And, you either get them through the draft free agency or a trade. That's how you get them. And the Hawks, as I mentioned, are a largely homegrown team. If you think about trading for Trey Young on draft day, <clears throat> John Collins, Kevin Herter, uh, Andre, DeAndre Hunter, Onyeka and Gonkwu, but they didn't get it done. <laughs> I mean, since the turn of the century, the only two championship team that has lifted the trophy that was homegrown are the Spurs and the Warriors. But other than that, in the early 2000s, I mean, the Lakers traded for Shaq and then Paul Gasol, and the Pistons brought in Rip Hamilton, Chauncey Billups, Ben Wallace. The Heat traded for Shaq and signed LeBron and Bosh, and the Celtics got Garnett for free from... McHale in Minnesota, inside job, right? Ray Allen. You might even think the 2011 Mavericks were homegrown because of Dirk Nowitzki, who, by the way, he um, committed to go to Cal, and then he changed his mind and put his name in the draft, and I thought, this is a German guy. He thinks he can play in the NBA. Yeah, he can. But even, you know, Jason Kidd, who was originally drafted by Dallas, 
he made his name with the Nets. And it goes on and on. The Cavs had to go out and get Kevin Love. The Raptors got Kawhi Leonard. The Lakers got the unibrow. The Bucks even had to get Drew Holiday. You know, the, the Heat were on the doorstep of a second finals appearance because they traded for Jimmy Butler. The 76ers gave up on their homegrown Ben Simmons for James Harden. Nothing happened. Kyrie and KD went to Brooklyn. You know, Paul George finally got to the Clips with Kawhi. We'll see if the Jazz are about to give up on Gobert and Mitchell, who they drafted. The Blazers already broke up McCollum from Lillard. You know, if you look at the Thunder, and they got close, Durant, Westbrook, Ibaka, Harden, but they eventually turned their franchise into a safety deposit box with lots of future picks. And the Suns were homegrown, yeah, but they had to get Chris Paul. So that's what makes this finals matchup a rarity because both teams, not just one, are homegrown, and that has not happened since Y2K, y'all. The Celtics, for their part, drafted six of their eight rotational players. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, speaking of Cal, Marcus Smart, Grant Williams, Robert Williams, Peyton Pritchard. The only outsiders are Al Horford and Derek White, who they just got from San Antonio, right? And they've been instrumental. Now, no team is ever 100% homegrown. You could say, well, the Warriors got Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Is he a cog? He's part of it. I mean, even the 2015 Warriors had to rely on Iguodala and Bogut. But the cores are what matters. Duncan, Parker, Ginobili. Curry, Thompson, Green, now out in Poole. And for many years, people were on Danny Ainge to trade Smart or Brown, but he never did. Just as the Warriors held on to Poole. And maybe Jonathan Kaminga. There were a lot of people at the trade deadline that could say, or that did say, give us Kaminga, we'll give you this old guy who will help you win now. But the Celtics and the Warriors believed in who they drafted. They stuck with them. And Brown and Tatum are quite young by the standards of championship duos. They have played with each other longer than many more experienced uh, pairings have played together. Especially as one searching for for the microwave title. Vinnie Johnson. This is a Crockpot, slow cook through the Brad Stevens era. You know, the Warriors did it through a few years with Mark Jackson. And then they popped with Steve Kerr and Ime Adoka, who, by the way, are the coaches who have only coached for one franchise. And this doesn't happen without a lot of luck. You know, the Warriors got lucky because the T-Wolves drafted Ricky Rubio and and Johnny Flynn and uh, Tyreek Evans by the Kings. Thank goodness those three-point guards went ahead of Curry at seven. Nobody knew that Thompson would be this good. Otherwise, he wouldn't have gone to Wazoo. I asked him about that, his media day, his first-ever media day. I was talking to Steph. He was crowded, and I asked him about video games with Seth, and he said, I always try to win. And I said, well, because Seth was on the Warriors. I said, Seth said he beat you, and Curry got all mad. He goes, what game? What did he say? And I was like, ha-ha. And he's like, no, no, what did he say? What game did he say he beat me in? Because he never beat me in any video game ever, all right? 
Like Curry was actually perturbed <clears throat> that I brought up <laughs> that his brother said that. But Clay was just sitting there and he was like, kind of, you know, like, uh, and I thought maybe he was tired, but that's just, he's just chill. And I said, why Wazoo? That's not a basketball school. And he said, the only place that gave me a full ride. Fair enough. As I mentioned, Green, second round pick. And the story was when they brought players in for personal workouts that Draymond Green was playing in these three-on-three games and whatever team Draymond was in, won. And so you look back, the, the Celtics are still riding that train robbery, the 2013 Brooklyn Nets that brought back the pick for Brown and brought them the pick to Tatum. And, of course, the Sixers and the Kings, once again, sorry, Sacramento Tomato, Sorry, but they both had to pass on Tatum. Now it remains to be seen if you look like at the Grizz with Morant, Jackson, Bain, and Clark, or the Nuggets with Jokic, Murray, and Porter. Those could be some there that maybe aren't far away. Maybe you could say if if the Nuggets and Grizzlies are healthy, maybe they're there already. I mean, Atlanta was in the conference finals last season. But these Warriors and Celtics are the exception, not the rule. It would be a story to have even one of them in the final. Now, just to appreciate the matchup of how rare it is, two teams going uh, head-to-head for the title with homegrown guys, it's, uh, you know, there are a lot of people who whine about mercenaries. And believe me, as a fan bringing in KD, I love Kevin Durant, and I always will. I'll always love him. Do you think that Diamondbacks fans care that they bought their World Series title by bringing in Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling and Luis Gonzalez and all those guys? Do you think when it says World Series champion, Arizona Diamondbacks, that people say, well, you know, they didn't drop those guys. Who cares? They have to be wearing the shirt or the tank top or the jersey or the kit or the sweater. <laughs> Hockey, they still say sweater. You, As long as that person is wearing that thang, then you win. Seinfeld said, we're rooting for laundry. Yes. But the only way the Warriors were going to get good is this way. The Celtics are ambitious, have money. The Warriors were never ambitious until Joe Lake bought the team. And luckily, Larry Riley was the guy who drafted both Clay and Steph. And Steph has made sure to, that people remember that. Larry Riley was Don Nelson's buddy, and he said, uh, you're the GM. What do you think? Well, Steph Curry fell into their laps. Normally you think, well, how did he drop to seven? Well, I said he was the fourth point guard <laughs> taken in that draft. And his family were praying the Warriors would pass on him so he would go to the Knicks. I would hope that too, and I'm from Oakland. I would much rather would have been drafted by the New York Knicks than the Warriors, even though I could play at home, I knew my team would suck the whole time I was there. You know, is David Lee on a sign-and-trade, and on these airwaves I questioned David Lee's desire to win for accepting a sign-and-trade to the Warriors. At that time, he was an all-star. He was a fill-in, but he was still an all-star. So homegrown teams, if you don't like the mercenary free agents, then this matchup is for you. All right, we'll take a quick break. Karen Lyle on the other side. Come on back.
This is Karen Lyle of Sailsport Talk. We are listening to a conversation between Captain Johann Steinke and his shipmate. Today I have uh, one of my dearest old shipmates with me, Josh Scornavacci. He is incredibly talented in every way. What was your first sail like on Bounty, your first night out? The first day sailing on Bounty was actually the best day, or one, one of the best days I've ever had out on the water. Mm. It was my first day sailing in the ocean. And we had just gotten done a big maintenance period in Puerto Rico for a whole month. So I'd been on the boat for a month, but we hadn't sailed at all. I believe it was about a 14-day transit, 12 or 14 days long, long transit for my first transit at sea. And um, we left uh, Puerto Rico and the water was beautiful, very clear. You could see pretty far, um, very blue. Immediately they were flying fish everywhere and it was the first time I ever saw them. So that was exciting for me. And they weren't the small ones you see in California. They were like the ones that are about three feet long. So big flying fish. They can skip across a football field in like three jumps. It was really cool to see as, as somebody who went to school for biology and to study animals. That's That was exciting. Yeah, it's really hard for people to visualize what they actually look like in real life. Like I remember, I was so impressed. Like yeah. it's it's magical. You, you just That's why I put them in my second kid's book because I'm like... Yeah. They're, they're amazing. They're yeah, crazy. You just, you, you, you just look at it and you're like, this can't be real. It's it's a cool thing to talk about. They go so far, it just doesn't look physically possible. Yeah. The swish of their tail and their 100 feet of yeah. jump, which is amazing. But they were jumping like that because they were being chased by a megapod of common dolphins, which are also really beautiful. So most people know what bottlenose dolphins look like, but common dolphins are smaller and very colorful. They've got yellow and gray and black and all sorts of beautiful patterns. We actually saw a little bit uh, on the way in. Yeah, in I know. The boat. I was concentrating <laughs> on the channel. So, yeah. uh, for those of you who know, we we uh, yeah, Josh and I just came in on the AJ Mirwald, which is a schooner. So we were talking about the different rigging, the bounty being a square rigger. Yeah, the square riggers look bigger, even if they're dimensionally not. Uh, but yeah, so we were we were going down the channel, AJ Mirwald. It's a channel I've never been in. Lots of current. Uh, yeah, I was not concentrating on the, on the freaking dolphins. <laughs> they were dolphins. <laughs> Lovely, guys. <laughs> but then, yeah, we uh, climbed aloft. That was my first time going aloft underway. So I climbed aloft and set the topsail. We went on the head rigs, set the foretop mistaysail, and we sailed off And we, with the dolphins following and the, and the flying fish. Johann Steinke is the author of the illustrated children's book, The Greatest Captain in the World. For more information, please visit salesporttalk.com. Thank you for that. It's Tuesday at 940. It's time once again to check in with Karen Lyle from salesporttalk.com. Karen, how are we doing today? I'm doing just fantastic. And how are you doing, Rick? Not too bad. Let's get to our guest. It is author Stephen Ladd, the author of Three Years in a 12-Foot Boat. Well, now he has a, a new book which just came out this spring called The Five-Year Voyage, Exploring 
exploring Latin American coasts and rivers. Stephen, welcome to the show. This time around, you went with your honey bunny, so to speak. So how did that work out? It worked out quite well. We got married along the way. Stephen, I, I was um, very intrigued by the, the way in which you set up your boat. You had a 24-foot boat, um, and, and you had the mast in, in kind of um, two cradles. It's very similar to the dows. Did you know about how dows were organized the same way, or was that just something you came up with on your own? I am familiar with what a dow is. Our boat was 21 feet long. The picture you looked at, you looked at may have uh, misled you. It, those masts are um, in their horizontal position. That's not how they go when they're sailing. They're vertical, upright when they're sailing. Oh, of course. I know. I just meant for when you're... Um, so basically what I'm describing here is that you have a 21-foot boat and you have... Uh, you, when the masts are not being used, you can put them in, in like, a, a little... Um, what do you call that? Um, oh, we call them... Believe it or not, we call them bowlinkles because they kind of look like bowlinkles the moose with uh, his horns. But uh, they they hold the the two masts horizontal and close to the deck, and they're they not only hold, get the mast out of out from being straight up, but they are what you drape your uh, your awning over. You've got a a tent awning that uh, goes over the mast and gives you protection when you're in the cockpit. So twelve foot boat. That sounds very claustrophobic. That, you know, I think the African Queen was bigger than that with Hepburn and, uh, and uh, <laughs> can't I think of his name? Humphrey, Humphrey Bogart. Bogart. Humphrey Bogart, thank you. I wanted to say Alan Ladd. Mm-hmm. Humphrey Bogart. So what's it like um, getting literally cabin fever? Well, yeah, the, both these um, voyages are in small boats. The three years in a 12-foot boat, I was by myself in that, so I had about a proportional amount of space in it, in it as I had in, with my wife and the 21-footer. But you got to remember that we're not cooped up inside those little cabins. The cabins, they both have cabins um, just large enough for you to fit into um, and lay down, but maybe not sit up very well. But, of course, most of the time you're out exploring someplace and you're not actually cooped up. You're going on shore and exploring or you're, you're in the cockpit sailing. In terms of the ability to carry stuff, and um, you know, there's it's limited, but you can carry enough uh, food and water for a week or two, and um, it's it's quite nice. It's kind of like camping, hiking, canoeing, kind of sports. Well, and you've been adventuring since you were in high school, having traveled already internationally. So um, this wanderlust that you have um, is is quite remarkable, sailing throughout um, South America in the inner rivers. Were you charting this, um, taking soundings um, as you went along, or just basically going along um, with that spirit of adventure to, to, to see what comes next? Yeah, that voyage of Ginny and mine, the, the five-year one, it kind of evolved by itself. We sailed from Florida down to South America, and then the really unusual part happened, which is that we got into these river systems and realized with the boat that we had, we had reconfigured it, we had modified it for our purposes, that it was really suitable for 
river travel, and we found that we could travel throughout the rivers of South America. We were in about 20 different rivers, if you count the little tributaries going into the bigger tributaries and so forth. And um, we, so we were in the Orinoco, the Amazon Basin, many rivers in it, and the Paraguay and the Paraná. And we portaged 13 times to get from either from one river to another across the headwaters, separating the two of them, or to get around a waterfall or a set of rapids or a dam. These portages were just things we negotiated and <clears throat> found uh, to be possible along the way. And um, so we, we saw a lot of uh, the South American rivers. So tell us about the, I mean, are you independently wealthy? Did you live off the land? How were you able to pull this off? Oh, we're, my wife and I are both just savers and economizers, and we, we do everything on a shoestring budget, and that's no problem. Like, um, we just, uh, we, we, we deprive ourselves of luxuries that you know, we might really want to have a cold beer and we occasionally do. We don't have six of them. Well, on this voyage, you had to uh, motor a lot of the time uh, in the rivers, uh, I guess. Um, and and also, I, I saw a photograph in your book of you going through a tube and having to squeeze down, you know, so you weren't sitting up too high to squeeze through the tube. Have you ever gotten stuck in something when you were on this voyage? Well, let's see. Um, no, I can't recall quite getting stuck. We, I, well, yeah, I, I can think of a time. I came out to the mouth of the Amazon River. This was after we'd had our baby. The wife and the baby went home by, by airplane because sailing out the mouth of the Amazon and, and through the Atlantic Ocean for a few months would not be wise to have a baby aboard. So it was just soloing at this point. And so I'm coming out the mouth of the Amazon, which is a very vast area, and the water's shallow, even 50 miles out. You'd be 50 miles out, and, you, and the the muddy bottom is quite close. So I I remember going along a few times when land was so far away that it was it was just barely visible, and yet I ran aground, and which is remarkable in a boat that only draws uh, six inches of water. You know, the water was less than six inches deep, and that's because the Amazon River. Uh, flows out and all its sediments get swept in a northwesterly direction by these currents and they cause these shallows which even me and my boat got stuck in but I was able to work my way out of it. So as you're going along, uh, by the way we are speaking um, with our guest Stephen Ladd, the book The Five-Year Voyage Exploring Latin American Coasts and Rivers. As you're going along are you making notes for the book or do you kind of get home and start writing it from scratch. Jenny and I are both journalists, writers, that is, diarists, and so we have plenty of material to write our blog updates with and to write magazine articles. Uh, the, the installations were, were published in a magazine, and so we have plenty of material with which to write the book. You mentioned that you use Google Earth sometimes to um, to be able to to look at the areas that you were going into. Um, of course, Google Earth doesn't, from a satellite view, doesn't give you how deep things are. Did you find yourself taking soundings as you went along and making notes of the of the the topography of the the river bottoms and things? 
and when we got ourselves into the South American rivers, there were no charts of those rivers. There are maps, of course, of those countries, but there's no indication telling you, like, how to go around an island or how to find a town um, or how to get through when there are lots of different channels in a complicated spaghetti-like pattern. And so we found it possible to, and of course we had no internet connection or cell phone coverage 99% of the time, but in that 1% of the time, when we're in a town of some sort and there is a cyber cafe, we would stop there and laboriously looking at Google Earth, create our own maps by clicking over the tops of the imagery and then saving our clicks as a data file that is our map that shows up on our GPS. So we followed our own handmade maps to voyage for several years there. And as far as the water depth is concerned, that isn't a concern with such a shallow draft boat. It only draws six inches of water. So generally speaking, if you, if you can't see a rock, there isn't anything to worry about hitting. What would be your greatest moment of peril that you had? Well, probably the biggest nightmare was when we were off the coast of Colombia, and it had been stormy conditions, well, really just standard headwinds from the <clears throat> northeast trades coming at us, and so, you know, 20 knots and um, big waves. And see, a small boat like this, you don't really want to spend the night at sea. It's very uncomfortable. It's it's bobbing like a cork and so you want to get to some place where there's shelter like a bay and however that isn't always the case because it may be too far to the next one to make it in a day so we were getting towards sunset we had this spot where we we're hoping to be able to pull into a little river mouth but the surf was too big it looked like we couldn't get in so i was going back and forth in front of where i knew this river mouth to be studying the surf I got too close, a uh, wave washed over, killed the engine, and by the time I was able to anchor us and stabilize the situation, we were really in the surf. And I had to abandon my wife, swim ashore, because I wasn't sure if she could swim through the surf. To get help, <clears throat> I a guy 15 bucks to come out with his fishing boat and tow us back back into a safe situation. So that was that was uncomfortable for both me and my wife. But we, we, we made out all right. Well, I want to make sure everybody checks it out. It's in paperback, The Five-Year Voyage Exploring Latin American Coasts and Rivers from the author of Three Years in a 12-Foot Boat. He knows what he's doing this time with uh, Ginny and uh, then Baby George as well, the author and our guest, Stephen Ladd. Stephen, congratulations on the, uh, the books, and thanks for coming by. Thanks for having me, guys. And Thank you so much, and thanks to Johan Steinke for the referral. We sure appreciated that. All right, Karen, and we'll check you out next week. Uh, we'll do it again. Okay, sounds great, Rick. We'll see you next Tuesday. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle, and uh, the lines are available. Come on back at 1-800-878-PLAY.
Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789 That's 800-944-1789 Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call you'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us. We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332. That's 800-738-5332. Mavrick has gone forward with Stewart to the right, Lineker and Howes to the left. Is Gascoigne going to have a crack? He is, you know. Oh, I say! Brilliant! That is schoolboy's own stuff. Oh, I bet even he can't believe it. Is there anything left from this man to surprise us? That was one of the finest free kicks that this stadium has ever seen.
Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. I, I feel bad about that now. I uh, I actually do. Uh, we'll talk a little golf with uh, Simon Holden coming up in the uh, third hour. But the Live, L-I-V, Roman numerals, um, tour uh, was uh, talking about uh, how much, well, it was actually Greg Norman, who is the uh, guy running this thing, that uh, Norman was talking about the off uh, the offer that they had made Tiger Woods and uh, reportedly offered $100 million to Jack Nicholas. They're paying Dustin Johnson about $125 million as just a sign-on fee, and that the pitch to Tiger was far higher than those. And um, so uh, Tiger Woods said, Phil Mickelson has said some things that I thought a lot of us who are committed to the tour and committed to the legacy of the tour have pushed back against. But I think some of his views on how the tour could be run, should be run, been a lot of disagreement there. Obviously, we're going to have difference of opinions, how he sees the PGA Tour, and we'll go from there. I believe in major championships. I believe in big events. Comparisons to historical figures of the past, there's plenty of money out there. The tour is growing, but it's just like any other sport. It's like tennis. You have to go out there and earn it. You have to go out there and play for it. We have the opportunity to go ahead and do it. It's not just guaranteed up front. Well, it is because in a couple days at the Centurion Club in London, it's going to be getting underway. And alongside Johnson, you're going to have these immortals of golf like Taylor Gooch, Kevin Na, Matt Jones, former world number one Lee Westwood, Martin Keimer. Na publicly removed himself from the PGA Tour uh, to avoid suspension for playing in the... (laughs) It's like I don't want to. It's like my friend who dropped out of high school so he wouldn't have to take his physics final. It's a true story. Guy's pretty tricky, huh? I'm like, yeah, good job, man. That's really great. Um, but uh, we'll talk about it more with Simon Holden. But uh, we got other fish to fry. I want to hear from you. We'll take a quick hard news break. The number to call is one eight hundred eight seven eight play. Comedian Corey Holcomb coming up in the show as well. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you in a second on Sports Bio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Republican Senator Mike Crapo and Energy Secretary Janet Yellen on inflation in America this hour. The well, fact is we were energy independent and now we are not. You know, we may be energy independent and we're actually exporting oil, but we're part of global oil markets which are subject to geopolitical influences and um, given the global nature of these markets that's virtually impossible for us to insulate ourselves from shocks like the ones that are occurring uh, in Russia. 
uh, that move global oil prices. The former leader of Proud Boys, Enrique Tario, and four other associates were charged with seditious conspiracy on Monday for their role in January 6. It carries a sentence of up to 20 years in prison. USA Radio News. Hey, this is Al Robertson with my dad, Phil. One of the things that we've noticed is, you know, people start losing their hair many times early in life. Now, Dad, you managed to hang on to yours. Have you got some secret? Yeah, get on this keeps hair, you'll be a hairy guy like me. I've got a little gap coming up on top of mine, so I know the hair loss uh, sometimes can be a, a touchy subject with guys, and so what Keeps does is help you hang on to your hair. It's clinically proven. It's FDA approved. They have hair treatments available online. They have a physician there, so make sure you get the right product for you. Make sure it's safe. There's no waiting rooms. There's no pharmacy visits. Keeps is delivered straight to your door at about half the cost. That's half the cost. If you have any questions, you can message your Keeps doctor 24-7. So if you're a little tired of those balding jokes go to keeps.com slash fill 50% off your first order that's k-e-e-p-s dot com slash fill p-h-i-l keeps.com slash fill hang on to your hair a slate of republican u.s house members in heavily democrat california is facing primary challengers today in races that will help shape control of congress should be noted no incumbents appear at risk of losing their primary As sanctions didn't prevent Russia from invading Ukraine, they are still hitting the upper echelons of the Russian government and their friends. The United States has moved to seize two luxury jets after linking them to Russian oligarch Roman Abramovich. One is a $60 million Gulfstream, the other is a $350 million aircraft, believed to be one of the most expensive private airplanes in the world. The action comes after new sanctions and penalties were announced on Russian oligarchs and elites. Kremlin officials and businessmen linked to President Vladimir Putin and their yachts, aircraft, and firms that manage them. President Biden promised to pursue Russian elites, quote, ill-gotten gains after the Kremlin invaded Ukraine back in February. For USA Radio News, I'm Kenneth Burns in New York. USA Radio News. The buy one, one free special going on now at my pillow. My pillow bed sheets, Giza Elegance My Pillows, the Roll and Go, Go Anywhere My Pillows, and a six piece towel sets on special. Go to mypillow.com slash USA, use promo code USA, or call 1 800 951 8175 and find out all the great deals you can get right now at My Pillow. MyPillow.com slash USA. SpaceX has postponed this week's planned launch of a Dragon cargo mission to the ISS to investigate a possible leak detected during fueling of the spacecraft at Cape Canaveral. The Dragon spacecraft was scheduled for launch Friday morning from NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Florida. Officials have not set a new target launch date, but have confirmed it would not happen Friday or Saturday. The January 6th Commission hired a Good Morning America producer to spruce up their primetime TV show on Thursday. The mostly partisan group of lawmakers were denied meaningful Republican representation when Nancy Pelosi stopped some Republicans from being on the committee. Representative Andy Biggs, Republican from Arizona on Newsmax, points out the committee has come up empty again and are putting forth a dog and pony show. It doesn't really surprise me because there's an old saying for trial lawyers that if you can't uh, convince them with the facts, dazzle them with the BS and the production, and that's what's going to happen here. They don't have the facts to demonstrate their narrative that they've been working over a year to craft this narrative. And so then they come in with a a Hollywood-type producer who wants to make a documentary out of this. For what reason? Because they don't have facts. 
I mean, even even one of their advisors said there's no smoking gun here tying the president with the organization of these rioters. The FBI has said that. But these guys, it's all they have. And so uh, I wasn't really surprised too terribly much. Lance Pry, USA Radio News. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. <clears throat> That's usually a good way to go in it, just to go. <clears throat> the uh, Walmart heir, Rob Walton, is expected now to buy the Denver Broncos for $4.5 billion. And sorry, Stan Kroenke, he would then be the richest owner in the NFL. But then again, Stan Kroenke is married to the guy's sister. (laughs) So it's not like he ain't got Walmart money, too. But this is according to Forbes, and it's expected to be announced very, very soon. And uh, from an official standpoint, the second round of bids were supposed to be turned in yesterday. But uh, NFL insider with CBS Sports, Josina Anderson, said um, any uh, a source told her any notion that a favorite has emerged or that a figure has been finalized is categorically false. Well, here's the thing. Sam Walton uh, founded Walmart. His son is Rob. As I said, his brother-in-law is Stan Kroenke. But Forbes says that Rob Walton is worth $59.6 billion. And he will have the net worth that the NFL's six richest owners combined. Because technically, I'm looking to Stan Kroenke, but the richest owner in the NFL right now is David Tepper of the Carolina Panthers. He has a net worth of over $6.7 billion. So the most money ever paid for a franchise in America in esports was the Nets was two and a half billion three years ago. Tepper bought the Panthers for two point two billion. So this will shatter 
anything close right now. But uh, Pat Bolin bought the Broncos in 1984 for $78 million. Think about, oh my gosh, $78 million, pretty good investment. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. At Wendy's, we make breakfast better. Like with our breakfast Baconator. Better from top to bottom bun. Savory sausage patty? Better. Crispy oven baked bacon? Better. Fresh cracked egg? Better. The Breakfast Baconator might just be the greatest breakfast sandwich of all time. So you can keep settling for not better, or you can get a better breakfast from Wendy's. Tough choice. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Better Breakfast. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Thanks, everyone, for baking your way here on this toasty morning. Are you all ready to jam? Excellent. Before we get rolling, let's start by hashing out everything Bagel will be discussing. Profit margins are okay, but they could maybe be butter. Sorry, I don't mean to waffle. Next quarter, it's all or muffin. Did you have a question, sausage patty? Um, my name's Patricia. When you can't take your mind off breakfast, it matters where you stay. Delicious breakfast available at our Hilton family of brands. Hilton, for the stay. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey. Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. 
It's our pleasure now to welcome to the show New York Times bestselling author Robert Baer. His new bluke, his new bluke, it is a book and a bluke. It is explosive and a never before told story. It's entitled The Fourth Man, The Hunt for a KGB Spy at the Top of the CIA and the Rise of Putin's Russia. Now, just for a little background, Robert Bearer is one of the most accomplished officers in CIA history. Robert, uh, welcome to the uh, show. Tell us a little bit more about The Fourth Man and the genesis of this book, please. Okay, Rick, it's, it was simple. Um, when I was in the CIA uh, in the 90s, my boss called me in and said, hey, there's these ladies that are going to come work for you, and they're going to be working on a project. Uh, don't ask what it is. And they're not going to tell you and leave it at that. And then 20 years later, uh, I'm driving with this boss. And he said, guess what? There was another mole in the CIA right at the top. And he dropped the name on me. And I said, oh, come on. This is no, come on. No, 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 no. I just don't believe it. He says, I'll tell you what you do. You sit down and reconstruct the investigation with the investigators that used to work for you uh, and talk to everybody you can and then make up your mind. So this book started four years ago, and I've been obsessed by it ever since and run down every lead I could. And my conclusion is there was a fourth man. Number two, it's an active, open investigation by the FBI. They're still questioning people as of three weeks ago, looking for more evidence. Um, And it looks like the guy is still alive, and he'll probably get away with it. Well, in the aftermath of the Cold War, and you think after everything that happened with, with Yeltsin and they're taking down statues of Lenin, and you think, oh, we're all friends now, but yet it seemed like the espionage got ratcheted up, and you know, three high-profile Russian spies um, all caught by American intelligence. What was it about the, you know, the black market and the sort of Wild West that was the collapse of the Berlin Wall? Well, we thought Russia was done. Um, I spent a lot of time in Russia in those days. I thought it was done, too. Is uh, KGB who cares about it? Who needs to spy in Russia? They're, they're going to come around, and we've got Yeltsin. It's going to be a free market economy. We can go back and forth. And, but what we didn't know, because we had no sources, was the KGB had withdrawn into the shadows and was preparing its comeback. And eventually they picked Putin as their front man, so by 1999, when Yeltsin is sick, he's in a lot of trouble. There was a very quiet coup d'etat. Putin was put in the, into the Kremlin and since, as you know, has been using his ex-colleagues in the KGB to run the country. In other words, there really is a deep state in Russia, and it's the same deep state that, that was behind the invasion of Ukraine. I think about... Putin's background in the KGB and then prime minister for a couple of years and then kind of an eight year gap. And he came back. How has he been used as a marionette? And then how much is he pulling the strings himself? He is, uh, uh, he was in counterintelligence. He's paranoid. He thinks the worst of the United States. He was able to put a good face on, uh, on himself for a while, but he's clearly carrying out a KGB agenda, which is to retake Ukraine, the Baltics, Georgia, in every part of the 
the former Soviet Union, he can't. And he will he will do this till his dying day. He will either succeed or die in the Kremlin. His grandfather was Lenin and Stalin's chef. Is that right? He comes from a long line of Bolsheviks, mm-hmm. and he thinks like a Bolshevik. Um, and he was also understood uh, a Russian organized crime and has used that to bolster his power and make a lot of money. And the guys around him do. How have we underestimated? Yeah, go ahead. You know, it's a kleptocracy, Russia. So it's a combination between these these paranoid spies and criminals. Mm -hmm. How much of it, because I remember the the, the 2018 World Cup and, uh, you know, the Olympics, and he was just kind of seen as a uh, almost docile figure and or Trump's friend in a way. I mean, when did it all sort of go 180 from the way we viewed him to what reality was? Well, we didn't really understand. There was a journalist killed, assassinated, and then you had some other people assassinated. And then there was the case of Litvinenko, the former intelligence officer, was killed with a nerve agent in London. And we just tended to look the other way. We didn't really understand what what was happening in Moscow, that this that there was a reversion to Stalinist days in, in a huge way. Uh, um, I mean, it, it, Khrushchev and the rest of them didn't assassinate people abroad. It was Stalin who mainly did. And we're going back to those days. And just as his, fa- his grandfather worked for Stalin, he, he thinks the same way. Yeah, Trotsky got, they got him in Mexico. I mean, they... <laughs> No stone unturned. All right, let's get back to the mole and the CIA. How do you believe that this mole has gotten away so far? Look, I I wrote a thriller here because I put all the suspects down, who they were, a little bit of background on them, and I let the reader come to his or her conclusion who the mole is. And if the FBI is right, if this investigative team inside the CIA is right, he was head of counterintelligence. And that meant that he oversaw, he was actually looking for himself. Mm. He's like the homicide detective who commits a murder and then is charged with mm-hmm. or tasked with finding the murderer. Mm-hmm. And once you're in that position, you know exactly what to do. Um, as the investigators told me, they believe that he kept on presenting uh, suspects at the FBI as the fourth man. So it just tied up the FBI's time. It, it took forever for the FBI to figure out what was going on, um, that they were getting, that they were misled by this guy. So in other words, you know, if you want to think about it, it's the story of Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spy, except the mole, rather than Hayden, is George Smiley, if you've ever read that novel. Yeah. A guy, a guy, task with looking for himself and just it's just a brilliant story so you can see why i'm so obsessed with it alternatively the kgb over these years could have framed him i opened all possibilities and 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 that's why you really have to pay attention to the book and and read it through and it, it will come as a surprise at the end Last question for you, and we know there are countless people who devoted their lives to the CIA and protecting this country who got no due, and a lot of people in their own family didn't even know what they did. So what was it like, just as a chain of command and a loyalty issue, 
when CIA uh, employees, officers, whatever, they accuse their own boss, who's legendary there, of spying for Russia. What are the ramifications of that? They were, their careers were destroyed by the fourth man, completely destroyed. And in a way, their lives were. They were obsessed by this story, and they're terrified. Um, there are murders involved in it. There are, uh, they, they were terrified to come home at times. They thought that they were going to get hauled up in some phony charge. It destroyed their lives. They're obsessed, and it's why the investigators came to me. I'm not getting this secondhand. They presented the evidence to me as best they could, and there were multiple sources that, that agreed with this evidence, including the FBI. So I know there was a fourth man. I obviously know he wasn't arrested, and I do believe he's still alive. And if he's as good as I think he was, he won't go to jail. Well, uh, a gripping read, as always, from Robert Baer. He has written four New York Times bestsellers. There's, uh, this is not a, a novel. It's the real deal. It is called The Fourth Man, The Hunt for a KGB Spy at the Top of the CIA and the Rise of Putin's Russia. Robert, congratulations on the book. Thanks for coming by and talking about it. Thanks for having me on. All right. We got an open segment. I'm Rick Tittle, 1-800-87A-PLAY. We'll come on back. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. 
Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. Yeah, I did. What do you got? 1-800-878-PLAY. Get in and get heard. Let's do this on Sports Byline. Coming up in the next segment, we'll have M.P. Woodward, who is the uh, author of a book called The Handler. It's about a female comedian who was a drunk who became a big success and then got a panel show and became a best-selling author. All right. No, just kidding. Um, As I look south to the Lakers, a team that I despise and I have a lot of schadenfreude when they don't do well, just don't like them. But I also know that they're one of the great franchises. What are you going to do? Like you can hate the Yankees, but you're an idiot if you don't say they're the greatest because they are by far the greatest baseball team ever. If you don't say that, then you're dumb. Because they are. You can still hate them. (laughs) But the Lakers are one of those teams. And they introduced their new head coach, Darvin Ham, uh, yesterday. And he shared his insights on building into the next season, specifically with Russell Westbrook at the press conference and what he said about him. Now, if you watched the Lakers last season at all, you know that they really didn't play a lot of defense, which was weird because the year before this season, they had the best defense in the NBA. Frank Vogel, you're out. Vogel, by the way, means bird in German, and you always pronounce a V like an F, so Vogel. Frank Vogel. You pronounce the W like a V. Aha. Raul Wallenberg. 
So uh, this time around, this season, L.A. was 21st in the NBA. And so under Vogel, they were in the top five in defense pretty much nonstop. So the the falloff was jarring to witness, uh, as they said. Um, jarring. Yeah. So um, just uh, to just to try, we'll get a new head coach. <laughs> and so, look, some of that drop off has to do with personnel, but that's not an adequate enough defense to say first to twenty first. I mean, the game that they lost to Houston, where Houston scored a hundred and thirty eight points when they were one of the dirt ball worst teams on earth last year. Once again, 138 points. So yesterday's press conference, Ham made a point saying, defensively is where you're going to see us make our biggest leaps and bounds, pun intended. We have to commit to the defensive side of the ball or we don't have a chance to do anything. The offense won't even matter if we don't get stops. Now, it's interesting. I had Brian Scalabrini um, uh, on the show yesterday. And when um, <clears throat> we talked, I talked to him about Mark Jackson pleading that they had played defense, and they did. But Ham also touched on the accountability on the defensive side of the ball for everybody on the roster, even LeBron. And it's funny because I remember when Darvin Ham was a rookie on the Nuggets and I used to work in TV with this Nuggets fan. He's like, this guy Darvin Ham, he's going to be something. And I was like, I should have said maybe as a coach. He wasn't a bad player. Ham said, everybody go Ham. Now, quote, my goal is to continue with the development of all our younger players and make those guys comfortable. Everything has to be a team effort. If there's mistakes made, I have to be able to coach LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook, like I do the rest of the roster. We have a saying, facts over feelings. Once you see the film and it's a fact that you missed your assignment, then that has to be pointed out. If I can't point that out to one of our big three, then the last man or someone in our rotation won't take what we're doing seriously. It has to be consistent across the board. Unquote. Now, <clears throat> I mentioned that he mentioned Russ. To say that his first season with the Lake Show was a disappointment would be an understatement. He struggled to adapt to his role alongside LeBron, and it amounted into, I think, too much criticism. Some deserve, but a lot of it not. People love to pile on Westbrook because, you know, he's kind of a fiery, quiet guy. You know, he doesn't come out with a lot of bone mows and jokes and everything else. But it also led to rumors that he was not going to be on the Lakers. Ham vouched for him. As I said, Westbrook was there, y'all. <clears throat> and he, Ham was talking about his illustrious career. He said, don't get it messed up. Russell is one of the best players our league has ever seen, and there's a still a ton left in that tank. I don't know why people try to tend to write him off. And I, with Russ, have had some really, really great one-on-one -on -one conversations, 
And the biggest word that came out of those discussions was sacrifice. We're going to sacrifice whatever we have to do. And it's not just Russ. There's going to be sacrifices LeBron has to make, that AD has to make, all the way down the line for the rest of our roster. End quote. Now, I'm already, if I'm a Laker fan, I'm liking this press conference. He's talking about accountability. He's talking about the big three trying not pretend, oh, we're, we have an open competition in camp. He's like, no, those are the guys. I got to coach them like I do some scrub who's on a two-way or who's up for five games from the G League. <clears throat> but Ham also talked about what role he sees Westbrook having. And just think of it, what if he gets Westbrook back to his all-star status? You know, it is true just to say he sucks now. That's not enough to just make that blanket statement. I don't believe that. Would I want Westbrook on my team? Not my team, the Warriors. He's not a fit. But if I stunk, I would want him. Ham said, in terms of what his role is going to be, I'm going to expect him to be the same tenacious, high-energy player that he's been his entire career. A lot of it may now happen without the ball in his hands. Most of it now may happen on the defensive end. But then again, we all have to sacrifice. There's no achieving anything without all parties sharing the load sacrificing, and depending on one another. Well, look, it was a down year across the board for that entire team. And AD certainly was a part of that. He didn't stink. He still was a force. But he only played in 40 games. And the year before that, he only played in 36. And since they won the ring two years ago in the bubble, his health has been a big concern. Ham said, we've all seen what can happen when he's healthy, when he's playing at a high level, when he's in a good rhythm. We saw that in the bubble. His skill set, size, versatility, defensive acumen, his relentlessness, his ability to give multiple efforts defensively is key. It's going to be the foundation of the type of standard that we're going to have in the Darvin Ham era. Wow, you got to love that, the Darvin Ham era. All right, I got two minutes for Charlie in New York City. Go, my man. I'll never admit that the Yankees are the greatest team ever, and yes, I hate them. I'll never admit that. That that sentence will never come out of my mouth. Uh, quickly, Lakers, you're talking Lakers. I got a little. I get a little updates on my phone. It said that uh, in order to, he's promoting his new show, The Shop. Uh, I guess it's called The Shop. Uh, LeBron James. He said he would of all the teams uh, in the league, he would uh, he would welcome um, uh, in joining the Warriors. Now. Is there is there any reality to him being able to get on the if it were to have say if there was some mutual interest? Wait, you said is it even reality? You said, you said LeBron would go to the Warriors. Yeah, he, it came, I got a little blown on my phone. He says he would welcome. Uh, he would like where he would like playing. Well, of all the teams remaining in the playoffs, he would welcome. Well, uh, that's because he wants to play with Steph, and that's what it would be because you'd have to get rid of Clay and Draymond to make the money match, then it would be Steph, uh, LeBron, and Kaminga. <laughs> well, couldn't you, couldn't, I mean, couldn't you keep Clay and maybe get rid of uh, Wiggins? Maybe make the money work that way? Wow, that's a good point. No, you, you're right. I forgot about Wiggins' fat, ugly contract. You could probably keep, well, you could keep Poole because he's still cheap. Um, maybe, I, I don't Is see. A, mm -hmm. I'm sorry to interrupt. Is LeBron unrestricted? Free agent? I thought LeBron was still under contract. I mean, oh, I, got, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's why I was wondering if there's if this is just a complete pipe dream, 
like Anadokounmpo, or is there could is there some way that this yeah could work out? he's he's under right. he's under contract uh, next year for forty four and a half million, and then the Lakers can offer him ninety seven million for another two year extension. But I got to run, Charlie. But that's right, it's very right, interesting. Right. Hey, it might happen, right. huh? Huh? All right, buddy. All right, buddy. Nice talking to you. When we come back, author M. P. Woodward. We make breakfast better, like with our breakfast Baconator. Better from top to bottom bun. Savory sausage patty? Better. Crispy oven baked bacon? Better. Fresh cracked egg? Better. The breakfast Baconator might just be the greatest breakfast sandwich of all time. So you can keep settling for not better, or you can get a better breakfast from Wendy's. Tough choice. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Better Breakfast. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Are you tired of paying hundreds of dollars or more every month for your family's health benefits? Would you pay as little as $10 a week to save more money on your health care visits? You'll save on dental care, chiropractic visits, telehealth visits, vision care, medical lab work, and much, much more. All of this for one low fee of around $40 a month for your entire family. AmeriPlan has been providing Americans with fantastic discount health plans for 30 years. Have access to a quarter of a million high-quality health providers. Even if you have health insurance, you need to have an AmeriPlan discount health plan. And again, for less than $40 a month, your entire family is covered. Best thing you can do is make a free call right now and learn about how our platinum plan can help you with your health care needs for as low as 40 bucks a month. 800-723-2391. 800-723-2391. That's 800-723-2391. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. If you have a small business, Staples has your sign. Banners for my bakery? Staples has your sign. Oh, posters for my new pet store. Floor decals for a pharmacy. Every day, Staples Associates help every kind of small business create bold signs to make big impressions. And now get $10 off custom signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. This is your sign. So print it big at Staples. Ends 528. Visit staplesconnect.com slash thisisyoursign for details. 
you know, exactly. over time, you know, the more and more you do something, Practice the better you perfect. get at it. Just like, you know, you Anything. didn't become this excellent at radio overnight. You Thank know, you. you know exactly when to say we got one minute left. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Because I'm so good looking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. Uh, that's elaborate. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tuttle with you. Nationally syndicated out of uh, San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show author M.P. Woodward. as a new book, uh, hardback, called The Handler. This is available from Berkeley Publishing, and uh, one of our friends who's been with us many times, Mark Rainey, calls this a brilliant thriller. This is one you don't want to miss. First of all, um, MP, welcome to the show. What's it like when a guy like Mark Rainey loves your book? That's got to feel good. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, Rick, it's great to be with you. Yeah, you're damn right it feels good. I was a, a big fan of Mark's. I'd read All the Gray Mans, and now we have the same agent and, and editor, and uh, it's it's one it's wonderful to be in contact with them and to get such praise. Now, uh, for people who don't know, you are a veteran of uh, United States intelligence and also the entertainment uh, industry as well. But you have a Navy background, is that right? Yeah, I spent about ten years as a naval intelligence officer uh, working for the U.S. Indo-Pacific Command. Uh, and then transitioning into civilian life, uh, got into the internet industry, which ultimately led me to Amazon, where I, I helped get uh, streaming video off the ground for about the seven years, for about the past seven years, have been out uh, promoting Amazon Originals uh, around the world. Yeah, I would think if you helped Amazon Prime get off the ground, you must be a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go on and keep thinking that. <laughs> All right. Uh, in the handler, Meredith Morris Dale, the protagonist, a CIA case officer, and uh, going with a female protagonist. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, I felt uh, really strongly about uh, using a, a female protagonist, um, partly because um, I, over my uh, military career and professional career, I've worked with a number of very, very strong women who were just impressive, that had a lot going on in their lives, in their personal lives, in their families. Um, as, and those extensions, as well as professionally. And I, I always loved the way that um, women are able to project this professional veneer while their lives are often really complicated. And so I, I wanted to, to showcase that in developing Meredith. Very cool. Did you model her off of anyone in your life or anyone in history, or is she just right out of your own head? Um, a, a little, a little of both. Uh, I think she took on a life of her own in my own head. But um, I met my own wife uh, when I was a naval officer. She was also uh, a naval officer, a pilot, actually. And um, I, and we knew other couples where uh, where things had become intertwined um, professionally and personally. And I got to see firsthand how um, women like that tend to think about things, particularly in large organizations that that tend to be populated with men and i and i'd always found that to be sort of mildly entertaining myself to to hear about their private observations 
and thought that that would be fun to bring to life in a, in a fictional character. Yeah, and in a way, too, uh, Meredith Morris Dale, her husband in the book, John Dale, ex-husband, uh, disgraced uh, agent himself, um, this this is a part of uh, the story as well, isn't it? Yeah, so the, the idea is that uh, the Americans have a spy within Iran who's uh, working in their weapons research labs, specifically around uranium enrichment, and he's been in place for, you know, more than 10 years, and he's really the firewall that the Americans have that, that keep the Iranians from developing the bomb. But one day a tragic event happens to that, to that person, and he decides he wants out, and he starts more or less reverse blackmailing the CIA, saying, I only want to deal with the, the person that, that put me in this position. He's the only one I trust. That turns out to be uh, John Dale, who's long been out of the CIA at this point, and is Meredith's ex-husband. So her first task is really, and she sort of resents that they're asking her to do this as a professional, but her first task is to go back and recruit her ex-husband to uh, to affect this mission. It's very interesting, too, and, and I don't know if you saw the new Top Gun, but it's basically the same as the Star Wars, where you have to go down, run the gauntlet, and get the bomb right in the little hole. But that is uranium enrichment, and they never say who they're fighting against. But uh, do you are you leaning Iran with that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, cl- clearly, having written this book, yes, uh, I was. But um, I, I, I saw Top Gun a couple days ago in IMAX and absolutely loved it. And I love the fact that it was unapologetically entertaining and sort of state above sort of state above politics but yeah it's 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 not not something you'd call like geopolitically realistic necessarily but <laughs> but a great a great thrill ride for sure no doubt so um by the way a couple more uh questions here for mp woodward the new book the handler from berkeley publishing what about the kgb and sticking their big noses into this story as well yeah, so so geopolitically, I mean, we we see this today where there there are there are those those countries that are pariahs, um, and Iran is is one of those, uh, and Russia is another of those, and you see them ally themselves, and they're also allying themselves with China. So as the drama unfolded, I brought the Russians in as having uh, a stake in it, and I was using characters from the modern day KGB. Which has become, which their foreign intelligence service is called the um, SVR, and so I wanted to bring uh, characters from the SVR in, uh, and and have them share a little of their worldview and a little bit of their uh, their real world uh, tradecraft. I know you were in the the Pacific Command with the Navy. My um, dad retired lieutenant commander, and he worked on the staff of uh, Sick Pank Admiral Stump uh, under Eisenhower with the the Seventh Fleet. And at that time, they were going to. Ceylon and Formosa to tell you how long ago it was, but right. in in right. your mind, how has the uh, what is the state now of the of the Pacific Fleet for you? I think it's perilous to be honest. Um, I'm I'm very worried about uh, China's ambitions um, in that area, and they they work very incrementally. They're you, they, recently in the news. You saw that they're doing basing rights in the Solomon Islands. Um, they've been building up um, military activities in the Spratleys for a long time. 
I, I spent my entire military career either in the Persian Gulf or in the Pacific, and was based in the Philippines for a while, and then with um, with with SyncPAC, and um, and it is a complex system of alliances there that upholds you know world trade, world freedom, and I think China has a lot of interest in disrupting that and influencing that. Um, you know, back in the the eighties, we had a, a six hundred ship navy to deal with that kind of thing, or at least the aspiration to get to that. We're about half of that um, today. And so I'm concerned with the level of funding that the United States Navy gets, given the escalating needs that, that we see coming down the pike before us. You know, just as another Navy question, since I have you here, I was a guest on the USS Ohio when I was in uh, college, a Trident sub up in Bangor, Washington, and um, as we knew then with the Soviet Union, it didn't matter if they knocked out all our bases and subs. If just one of those subs was under the polar ice cap, it could uh, you know break through and destroy an entire country. And I remember hearing that the plans for the Ohio to be were were to retire it like 20 years ago, and then they've converted it, tried to make it electric instead of nuclear. Where are we now with our subs and that detente that we used to have? that no one knew where they were. Well, that's, that's the great concern. I mean, uh, you know, you think about uh, the, the Ohio-class submarine. They, they were really built um, for deterrence in the first Cold War. And I, I would posit that, we, you know, we're now in Cold War II. And so some of these, some of these um, systems, uh, that, the strategic deterrence that we have, really need to be modernized. And, and it's not just the submarines, and I think that that's up. That's a great debate right now uh, among uh, policymakers and appropriations is, is modernizing the nuclear submarine fleet. Um, there's proposals to do that, and there's arguments against it that they think it's that they think it's too expensive. But to my mind, um, we have to invest in this area to maintain that kind of deterrence. Because if there's one thing we know, it's that deterrence works. I mean, we won the first Cold War. There's no reason why we can't win this second Cold War the same way, but that's going to take, you know, some vigilance, and it's going to take our policymakers getting serious about prioritizing defense. Do you think when we look, I know I'm going down a road here, but do you think after what happened in Ukraine that China is thinking more and more about trying to take Taiwan back, and of course that would start World War III? Well, I, th- I think in some ways uh, when, when Russia invaded Ukraine, it People like me who think a lot about national defense had already been thinking about Russia and their designs. And when they did that, it kind of outed them. And the response from NATO, I think, has been um, super encouraging and seeing some of the the unity there. Uh, I have to think that China has taken notice of that. You know, that said, if you watch the way that they speak, and they don't say anything that's unscripted, their tenor and their tone with respect to diplomatic relations has really changed in the last in the last year, and uh, it, it it becomes very clear of what what their designs are. and I and I don't think that we can kid ourselves. We're no longer in that '90s era of globalization where we were building industrial supply chains in China. Now it's all about diversing those supply chains, getting away from China, getting off their chipsets looking for things like nickel deposits and other places around the world to make sure that our own strategic um, industries are protected because China definitely has uh, ex- expansive plans. They even make it clear, if you actually look at their, some of their military 
um, writings and documentation, they're very clear that they, they want to expand. So we need to be prepared for that and to have a policy that reflects that. Very well. Now, last question, and I'm sure you get this a lot, but whether it's on Amazon or a feature film, do you have an actress in mind for Meredith Morrisdale? <laughs> it's, it is funny. Um, it, throughout writing it, I had Jennifer Connelly in mind. Mm. And then I go and I see Top Gun, and I'm like, well, she's probably busy. <laughs> but, but the entire time I'm watching uh, Top Gun, I'm thinking, well, there's there's Meredith Morris Dale. There's my my protagonist. So it was sort of satisfying in two ways. Yes, and you you can't miss with her. She is a home run all the way, especially with those those eyes and a fantastic actress as well. We have been speaking with M.P. Woodward. Make sure to check out the new book called The Handler. It's available hardback from Berkeley Publishing. It's going to be a uh, big hit. Thanks for coming on, and congratulations on the book, M.P. Hey, it's been my pleasure, Rick. Thanks so much. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back on Byland. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789 That's 800-944-1789 Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs but few people actually have Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Let's say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. 
They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, EasyKnock will buy it from you. You get the money you need and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember, they can say yes when your bank says no. Call EasyKnock now and get the cash you need out of your home. EasyKnock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. It doesn't really matter. I uh I don't like my job and uh I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. I think a lot of dumb stuff, actually. We're going to have another hour of sports talk. How do you like that? I was looking at um, some soccer scores uh, during the break, <clears throat> and once again, when I saw um, scores from Conmebol, uh, sorry, not Conmebol, the CAF, which is the African continent, I once again came across the sovereign state, or at least as FIFA is concerned, of Comoros. Maybe they say Comoros. Maybe they say Comoros. I don't know. I say Comoros. And it reminded me that I had seen that country's name before, and it angered me that I didn't know who they were. And I know a lot of countries have changed since, uh, (laughs) you know, just names. You know, Burma's Myanmar, and I already mentioned Formosa, which is Taiwan, and Ceylon, which is Sri Lanka, with MP Woodward. But so... I had to look it up, and Comoros are a little archipelago, 190 miles off the coast of Mozambique. There's less than a million people. Uh, France colonized it, surprise, surprise, in 1843. Um, There was a referendum in 1975 where they declared themselves independent. One month after independence... The president was overthrown, and since that time, they have gone through 20 coups. Jeez. And the group of white mercenaries known as Les Afrols, or the Terrible Ones, and their notorious leader, French Colonel Bob Denard. Bob Denard had to flee in 1989 when France sent 3,000 Foreign Legion members after him. The Foreign Legion is the toughest group of SOBs outside of the United States. They just are. Our Navy SEALs would kick their butt, but other than that, I don't know. The Marines would, but the Navy, but the French Foreign Legion, whew, those guys all have one eye missing and no teeth. Anyway, that's your little blurb on Comoros. <laughs> I thought I would throw that in there with two espionage uh, authors. We'll come back. We will talk some sports, a little comedy as well with Corey Holcomb. Come on back.
USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Republican Senator Mike Crapo and Energy Secretary Janet Yellen on inflation in America this hour. The well, fact is we were energy independent and now we are not. You know, we may be energy independent and we're actually exporting oil, but we're part of global oil markets which are subject to geopolitical influences and um, given the global nature of these markets, it's virtually impossible for us to insulate ourselves from shocks like the ones that are occurring uh, in Russia uh, that move global oil prices. The former leader of Proud Boys, Enrique Tario, and four other associates were charged with seditious conspiracy on Monday for their role in January 6. It carries a sentence of up to 20 years in prison. USA Radio News. Hey, this is Al Robertson with my dad, Phil. One of the things that we've noticed is, you know, people start losing their hair many times early in life. Now, Dad, you managed to hang on to yours. Have you got some secret? Yeah, get on this keep, sir. You'll be a hairy guy like me. I've got a little gap coming up on top of mine, so I know the hair loss uh, sometimes can be a, a touchy subject with guys, and so what Keeps does is help you hang on to your hair. It's clinically proven. It's FDA approved. They have hair treatments available online. They have a physician there, so make sure you get the right product for you. Make sure it's safe. There's no waiting rooms. There's no pharmacy visits. Keeps is delivered straight to your door at about half the cost. That's half the cost. If you have any questions, you can message your Keeps doctor 24-7. So if you're a little tired of those balding jokes go to keeps.com slash fill 50% off your first order that's k-e-e-p-s dot com slash fill p-h-i-l keeps.com slash fill hang on to your hair a slate of republican u.s house members in heavily democrat california is facing primary challengers today in races that will help shape control of congress should be noted no incumbents appear at risk of losing their primary As sanctions didn't prevent Russia from invading Ukraine, they are still hitting the upper echelons of the Russian government and their friends. The United States has moved to seize two luxury jets after linking them to Russian oligarch Roman Abramovich. One is a $60 million Gulfstream, the other is a $350 million aircraft, believed to be one of the most expensive private airplanes in the world. The action comes after new sanctions and penalties were announced on Russian oligarchs and elites. Kremlin officials and businessmen linked to President Vladimir Putin and their yachts, aircraft, and firms that manage them. President Biden promised to pursue Russian elites, quote, ill-gotten gains after the Kremlin invaded Ukraine back in February. For USA Radio News, I'm Kenneth Burns in New York. USA Radio News. The buy one, one free special going on now at my pillow. My pillow bed sheets, Giza Elegance My Pillows, the Roll and Go, Go Anywhere My Pillows, and a six piece towel sets on special. Go to mypillow.com slash USA, use promo code USA, or call 1 800 951 8175 and find out all the great deals you can get right now at My Pillow. MyPillow.com slash USA. SpaceX has postponed this week's planned launch of a Dragon cargo mission to the ISS to investigate a possible leak detected during fueling of the spacecraft at Cape Canaveral. The Dragon spacecraft was scheduled for launch Friday morning from NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Florida. Officials have not set a new target launch date, but have confirmed it would not happen Friday or Saturday. 
The January 6th commission hired a Good Morning America producer to spruce up their primetime TV show on Thursday. The mostly partisan group of lawmakers were denied meaningful Republican representation when Nancy Pelosi stopped some Republicans from being on the committee. Representative Andy Biggs, Republican from Arizona on Newsmax, points out the committee has come up empty again and are putting forth a dog and pony show. It doesn't really surprise me because there's an old saying for trial lawyers that if you can't uh, convince them with the facts, dazzle them with the BS and the production. And that's what's going to happen here. They don't have the fa- facts to demonstrate their narrative that they've been working just over a year to craft this narrative. And so then they come in with a, a, ho- a Hollywood type producer who wants to make a documentary out of this. For what reason? Because they don't have facts. I mean, even even one of their advisors said there's no smoking gun here tying the president with the organization of these rioters. The FBI has said that. But these guys, it's all they have. And so uh, I wasn't really surprised too terribly much. Lance Pry, USA Radio News. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218. That's 800-950-8218. Paid for by Want to Sell. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. All right, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you. We're going to talk a little golf on the other side with Mr. Simon Holden. The USGA just released a statement confirming that those who play in this week's Live Golf Series international event in London will be allowed to participate in next week's U.S. Open. The USGA stated, quote, Regarding players who choose to play in London this week, we simply asked ourselves this question. Should a player who earned his way into the 2022 Open via our published field criteria be pulled out of the field as a result of his decision to play in another event and ultimately decided they should not? This is music to the ears of Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson, who both wanted to play in the U.S. Open. Um, <clears throat> if you look at Gooch, Na, Osthausen, Garcia, Keimer, Norris, Bland, P.O., Morgan, they're exempt 
and uh, probably will go to Boston to the country club. But the USGA continues, quote, our decision regarding our field for the 2022 U.S. Open should not be construed as the USGA supporting an alternative organizing entity nor supporting nor supportive of any individual player actions or comments. Rather, it is simply a response to whether or not the USGA views playing in an alternative event without the consent of their home tour, an offense should qualify to disqualify them for the United States Open. And it's no. So <clears throat> that's good for everyone concerned, right? Golf fans, huh? I don't think they'd have this stance next year, but we'll talk to Simon next. Also, uh, we'll have some filmmakers coming in at 11.25 and at 11.40. We'll have Corey Holcomb, stand-up comedian at uh, Cobbs. George Lucas and Steven Spielberg? Maybe. Probably not. But maybe. Anyway, 1-800-878-PLAY. The Twitter's at Rick Tittle. I'm on Twitch.tv. Come on back. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bones. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sportsbook. 
for a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, it is 11-12 out here in California. That means we check in with one of the fantastic protagonists over at AgainstTheNumber.com, and they are a highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide, from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. They offer full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year. Special specific packages, their prices are reasonable, their tracking and distribution process is simple, and their results are real. Go across the pond to our good friend Simon Holden, all the cards, and uh, he's the guy that uh, deals with golf. And, and i got to say, the golf in the headlines all over the world, getting ready for the LIV Golf Series event there in uh, London uh, this weekend. Simon, uh, we just heard from the uh, USGA saying that anyone playing in London this weekend will still be eligible to play in the U.S. Open. I'm sure that's music to the ears of Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson. But uh, what about all the fracas going on right now there and all the controversy? Well, hi, Rick. If I'm holding all the cards, then the joker has to be Dustin Johnson. I mean... The, the the USGA, how can they not ban these guys? I find it abs- uh, absolutely outrageous that they're not. Uh, the PGA Tour will be absolutely fuming, as will the DP World Tour, the old European World Tour. These people are going to be able to bob back in four times a year, and that that is going to be a recipe for chaos, Rick. What do you think about Dustin Johnson uh, apparently just to sign on, maybe getting $125 million? It's very easy for you and I to say, have some, uh, you know, have some loyalty, mate. But on the other hand, I mean, just for showing up, he gets that money. And he says, I'm still going to play in the four majors. It's very weird. Well, it is. But, I mean, I suppose the only thing I would say is, Rick, what if at the last minute, Vladimir Putin came in with a Russian league and offered uh, Dustin five hundred bucks more. You know, would he be tempted by that? Where does it Where does it start? You know, if somebody offers you a million dollars to kill a man, you think about it, and then they say, "Well, you do it for a hundred dollars." You say no, and they say, "Well, we've already established you're a hitman. We're just haggling over the fee." Mm. So, you know, I, I think. I mean, this guy is an absolute fortune from golf. He's married into one of the great American, well, Canadian sports families, the Gretzkys, hasn't he? Are you really telling me, Rick, that he's going short in any way? I, I find it bizarre. I, I mean, we've got, on my side of the pond, we've got the likes of Poulter, who keeps telling anyone who listened that the Ryder Cup is his life and everything. Now he's just got himself a life ban from the Ryder Cup. Again, very wealthy man. Lee Westwood, another one. 
I think it's terrible. I think we cannot stop it, but what we can do as fans is not engage with it, Rick. Well, that's the thing, too. We'll see how the uh, results go. But on the other hand, at this press conference, they were asked about uh, these, you know, these golfers. What do you think about the human rights um, situation in, in Saudi Arabia? And they're basically saying, ah, we're golfers. You know, I mean, it's just kind of a, uh, a, a really, uh, you know, I don't know. I thought they kind of ran from that question. Well, the, the best one I saw on Twitter where was somebody said that Dustin Johnson thinks Khashoggi is the lawyer in the usual suspects. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he thinks. You know, I mean, Graham, we've got great. You say uh, we're only golfers, but some sports people uh, dip in and out of political activism when it suits Rick. Yeah. This is what annoys people. We have the European tour with all its uh, uh, weeks and, and programs for LGBT rights quite rightly and all the other things and anti-racism and, and we get all the little short videos from the players telling us how we should feel in life but now when they take loads of uh, loot, they all suddenly become very non-political. I mean, Graham McDowell has come out and said today that it was unfortunate what happened. I mean, uh, to, to this guy, Khashoggi, well, unfortunate, that's a bit of an understatement. No doubt about it. I was going to say Khashoggi is something you get at the donor kebab. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> that's what Poulter thought, probably, yeah. Yeah. Are you going to go to this event, Simon? Certainly not, and I tell you what, Rick, in over here, I don't know, you will not have seen it, but we've had the quite comical sight of Westwood and Polter doing videos offering discount codes for tickets. Mm. As somebody said, they look, they look like a couple of hostages reading out an agreed thing. <laughs> we've put the code Polter, put the code Polter, and you get 75% off. That tells me, Rick, that this is not exactly the hottest ticket in town. Do you think people see it, too, as, um, you know, uh, I mean, on the one hand, it's not often that, you know, where, where you are, you, you get, you know, Keimer and McDowell and Lefty and these other guys. But on the other hand, you think, well, do they feel that these Kevin Nas and Taylor Gooches and Sergio, Sergio Garcia's, they see them as turncoats? Well, they do, and I mean, if Garcia was playing in my back garden, I wouldn't open the curtains. Right? Uh, you know, I, I mean, some of the people here, I, I mean, Kevin Nah, to write this long resignation from the PGA Tour as though it's been wicked to him over the years. The man has made like 20 or $30 million and not exactly set the world alight. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they want to go for the money, at least be honest. The, the, the PGA Tour plays for $12 million on most weeks with a winner's guarantee of $2 million. They're acting as though, you know, you get a couple of uh, golf balls and a putter if you win. I like how you said backyard and not garden. That was very American of you. Well, one is trying, Rick, <laughs> to cross the pond. You know? Yeah, that's why I went with Fracon controversy. All right, well, let's talk about oh, Tiger. So. Tiger uh, talked about, you know, we, we hear that he turned down something much north of what Dustin Johnson apparently is getting, $125 million, and he said mm -hmm. that he believes in major championships. He believes of historical figures and comparing yourselves to the legends, and he says there's plenty of money out there. You have to earn it. He said it's like tennis. You can't just show up and get paid. Your thoughts? 
No, I couldn't agree more. And I think in the sort of autumn of his career, Woods is becoming the statesman-like figure we all hoped he would be. But I tell you what, Rick, all these comments from the people that have said no to the money, I'm sure they were under the impression that not only would both tours be saying bye-bye to these guys, but they wouldn't be able to pop over to the majors either. And I think the, the rest of the players who stayed loyal to the tours will be urging the uh, USGA, the uh, the Royal and Ancient who organized the open, opener, St. Andrews. How could you have Poulter and Dustin Johnson stood there on the first tee next to people who've turned this money down? It would be extremely strange. I think there may be a rethink. I wonder if there'll be some sort of player revolt from the people that haven't gone. I'm uh, obviously a betting man, Rick, or I wouldn't be doing this job, but I'll, I'll lay a, a few dollars that there will be a change of heart and these people will be banned from the majors. Finally, meanwhile, back at the ranch, we will have the RBC Canadian Open up in Toronto. It's been a couple of years since we've been there. Scotty Scheffler is there, Rory McIlroy, Shane Lowry, Tony Finau. Your thoughts on this tournament? What a great event. And let, yeah, let's focus on this because this is a great event on the PGA Tour. Now, the Canadian Open is being played at a course which is very, very tough, very much like Memorial, uh, fast greens. Now, of course, everybody wants a Canadian winner. The, the hometown crowd is going to be really behind the Canadian players. But I also think in these situations that the guy who's the top Canadian. He takes 90% of the pressure. That is Corey Connors. Now, what I'm going to suggest is much further down the betting, uh, odds of 100 to 1, we have a Canadian player, Nick Taylor. I've seen some signs from him, Rick. He knows his course very well from his amateur days, that he is coming to the ball nicely. He'll have the crowds behind him, but he won't have the pressure that Corey Connors will have, and Adam Hadwin will have the shorter prices, and I think he could well cause a shock and get in there. Uh, certainly, uh, if people looking to bet, you know, the place only options or the top tens, I think he's got a great chance of being in there on Sunday evening. There he is, Simon Holden. When it comes to golf, he's got it at againstthenumber.com. Thanks for uh, coming on, and uh, we know we won't talk to you about the LIV tournament in London. Have a good weekend, buddy. I will, unless the Saudis pay me more than you, Ari. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well done. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Byline. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. 
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. To me, it's like a mountain. A vast bowl of pus! his servants. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Coming up this weekend at uh, Tribeca, there's going to be a lot of great films, but we want to talk about one called Naked Gardens, and uh, we have the filmmakers with us right now, Yvette Lucas and Patrick Bresnan. Welcome, uh, you two. Ladies first, Yvette, Naked, Naked Gardens, this has to do with a family nudist resort in Florida, now, normally you would say, I would say, well, you know, what's so fascinating about it? But it is. So how did this all get off the ground? Well, actually, the person that started it is Patrick. So maybe I'm going to let him talk well, about yeah. what happened. Uh, nice to meet you. Yeah. Hi, Rick. Sure. Uh, so, so so the Palm Beach Post, uh, my, my family lives in West Palm Beach, and the Palm Beach Post would have these wild headlines once in a while that would say like stabbing at local nudist resort or local nudist resort moving on after 
you know, such and such. And so we were always very curious of, you know, what was going on at this crazy place. Uh, and then one day I was in a Costco parking lot and a lady came up to me and she said, you should really come to the nudist resort tonight. There's a free entry and we have a bonfire and a drum circle and we, we dance naked till like 3 a.m. And I, I guess I, I have long hair and I look like I smoke a lot of weed. Uh, so <laughs> the, the nudist resort was kind of recruiting people in, in Palm Beach County who were younger uh, be, because nudist resorts are typically uh, people in their 60s and 70s and uh, they, they really need to kind of hand it off to the next generation. So, uh, so we contacted the owner of the nudist resort and said we we're filmmakers. We had been working in uh, Pahokee, Florida. We had made a film about senior year. It's a very famous football town. Uh, but uh, so so the the owner of the nudist resort was like, sure, I'd love a movie uh, shot at our nudist resort. And uh, he gave us a tour, and it was a totally surreal place because it it looked like the Garden of Eden, but it was also like a camper trailer park. Uh, so, so yeah, that's how the, the, the film kind of started, the genesis of the idea. Very interesting. So, Yvette, as we think about Florida, you know, you're already sort of like there, you know, no holds barred, no rules. We know that there was no pandemic in Florida, at least I think on paper. So when you think about a nudist colony, it's not just as, you know, I grew up in the Berkeley area and we would just kind of say, oh, it's a bunch of uh, hippies. But you think about exiles and people wanting to get off the grid and malcontents and uh, but then also very spiritual people. What was that like? Because you can't just as in any way group everyone together and say they're all the same. Yeah, I think that was like one of the most interesting challenges of making a film there. And one of the things that excited me the most was that to break that surface stereotype of what a nudist is. And, and just really get to know people. And the way we make films is we spend a lot of time, like months with people and we, you know, embody what we do. And so we all also got, uh, took our clothes off to make the film. And, and just like having that experience on film uh, provided us the opportunity to crack beneath, beneath the surface and, and show a community that is, coming together for deeper things, you know, uh, trying to escape the judgments of the outside world, uh, the shame and the otherness, uh, heal from trauma and, uh, you know, find the community where they can be, they can feel free. And so that was uh, very exciting. And, and the people that we filmed with really actually wanted to show the world that. So that's what, what made this such a, awesome and, and uh, beautiful and special experience. I also, you know, it's funny the, cause I've, I've never been one. I don't aspire to go to one, at least not right now. What about when it comes to hygiene and um, you know, uh, obvious arousal, these other things that us clothed people think of, is it a clean place? Is, is, is it a place with a lot of mutual respect? Well, well, I mean, that. I mean, that, that was a fear of ours uh, as, as well. And people, 
people are very uh, cleanly. There's there's literally uh, showers on every corner of the resort. So if you sweat walking from your car to the pool, you know, you, you get in a shower. And uh, so people were very cleanly and people carry towels with them. And so they, they sit on their towels. towels. Sometimes you, you never want to look too closely at a towel because it's uh, <laughs> pretty horrifying. But, but pe- people... Well, and then people do forget their towels sometimes, you know. But people, mm-hmm. most people who are like real nudists, they are always carrying their towels for sure. Yeah, and I think anybody who's going there to be aroused is, is kicked out very quickly. Uh, pe- people, people. I, mean, are, I feel like people too also have that fear of like getting aroused themselves, you know, when they show up. Um, but I think it's just like not the environment, you know. Well, also I think, and um, how can I say this politely, with people, the idea thinking, "Oh, this will be a Nirvana." I think ninety-nine percent of us with our clothes off are quite disgusting, aren't we? Well, yeah. I, I think, uh, <laughs> I think. It, it, I don't know, or I don't know where you live, but uh, uh, in the Hollywood sense of the word, or the the fashion industry sense of the <laughs> what a body should be, I think many of us will never achieve that. Uh, and and there's something really freeing about accepting that, accepting who you are, and mm-hmm. you know, imagine being at a, um, a tailgating party uh, in a you know, Dodger Stadium and everybody's naked. I mean, there's something very, very freeing about that. It's like we, we, we have man boobs, we have beer bellies, you know, we have saggy butts and let's, let's just move past that. And, and uh, I think, I think that's, that's a lot of what people are achieving at the, at this particular nudist resort. And that's it. That's a lot of what we wanted to achieve with this film too, is that we always see in the media, these uh, perfect bodies or sometimes sexualized, you know, most of the time the bodies are made to be sexy, you know, and, and that's not the reality of our bodies. And we wanted to make a film where we could present bodies the way they are naturally matter of factly, just the way that they were expressing it to each other at the nudist resort so in a way we're pushing back against that perception of like bodies need to be a certain way because that's extremely stressful Yvette how close were you to naming this feature saggy butts with a z not at all (laughs) (laughs) all right um last question for you i'll throw at you patrick what was the one thing that when you came out of this you know you have preconceived notions but you come out of it thinking wow i never thought that would happen well, it, it took a great deal of time for our protagonists to really open up about their pain uh, and their he- healing process. So I think in, in the film, we're, we're, we can be very judgmental uh, when these characters reveal their bodies to us, uh, thinking, well, they, they must eat too much or, uh, you know, th- thinking of reasons why they they're not this perfect body and i think when in the film when we really break through that and understand why someone's body is not perfect uh it's quite profound because because it it causes us to look in the mirror uh with our own judgments that we've cast upon people for not being perfect so yeah i I thought that was very profound for us 
Very interesting. And uh, people, if you're in Manhattan for Tribeca Friday, it'll be at Village East Theater 3, 545 local. Uh, Saturday, it'll be both at Village East and at the Tribeca Film Center. And uh, also Thursday, the 16th, back at Village East Theater 3 at 545. We've been speaking with the directors, Yvette Lucas and Patrick Bresden. And uh, the name of the movie is Naked Gardens. Congratulations, you two, on the film, and thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Come out to see us. All right, no doubt. And um, I do prefer naked butts with a Z, that were, or saggy butts. Sorry, as soon as he said saggy butts, I kind of thought that would maybe be a little bit more, I don't know, fitting. All right, um, we will take a, <laughs> we'll go to a break right now. And when we come back, we will be with comedian Nicori Holcomb. either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe $25,000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. 
Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124-800-209-6124-800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Sometimes when I'm driving on the road at night, I see two headlights coming toward me. Fast, I have this sudden impulse to turn the wheel quickly, head on into the oncoming car. I can anticipate the explosion, the sound of shattering glass, the flames rising out of the flowing gasoline. Right. Well, I have to to go now, Dwayne, because I'm due back on the planet Earth. Tittle ain't the man, but Rick Tittle know who the man is, and he slapped his white fanny. All right, thank you for that, I think. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. You know, we love it when the uh, comedians come to town, and that's exactly what uh, Corey Holcomb is doing this weekend, Friday. Going to start a little run over here at Cobb's Comedy Club in North Beach down on uh, Columbus, the big room. Uh, in town. And uh, Corey, welcome to the show. Um, a guy that I have had in here in person many times is uh, Godfrey. You and him go way back, don't you? Way back, man. Godfrey uh, is the reason I uh, went to the comedy club for the first time, because he was doing it a little bit before me, and he used to tell me about, hey, the comedy club, I'm having a ball with. And I was like, I think I can do it. And long story short, here we go. <laughs> the thing I love about Godfrey, too, is can you get a word in when you hang out with him? Um, you got to say something to make him mad, but not mad where it ends the friendship. <laughs> when he's mad, he'll get quiet. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got to bring up something like, you know that girl who got the kids by Scotty Pippen? Yeah, I know that was your girl at the time, and you didn't know she was messing with him. Uh, and, you know, he'll laugh that off. Yeah. Now, I know you rock a lot of White Sox stuff, so that's just saying everything south side, right? I mean, you know, I, I, rock, I rock White Sox and Cubs hats because I represent for Chicago while I'm living out here in L.A. Mm-hmm. But I used to live right across the street from um, Comiskey Park when yeah. it was still facing the projects. Mm-hmm. We used to be able to watch the game from our project apartments. Wow. So, yeah. So, the White Sox, I, yeah. No, I was just going to say Roy Wood Jr. always goes Cubs, but you get along with him, both both the Chi-Town guys. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like I, I, I represent for all Chicago teams, even though I've I've been seen in a Los Angeles hat a few times because I've been out here 20-plus years now. Mm. But, um, you know, Chicago is hometown and where the heart is and where all the um, little crack babies roam the most. <laughs> how, how are you with Obama? Are you cool or are you still not cool with him? I'm scared of Obama. 
I think if we were in a room together, he would say, uh, so what are you doing after this, Corey? All right. Hey, get away from me, man. <laughs> For people who don't know, you, you weren't on board with him back in the day, right? Uh, I'm not a I'm not a guy who's for politics. It doesn't matter if you're a black guy, white guy. Mm-hmm. Politics is the great American hustle where these guys get sponsors that pay them to um, speak for what they want them to speak for, mm-hmm. whether it's um, vaccinations, whether it's um, beer in the hood or whatever. I know what politicians do, so it isn't just Obama. It's most politicians. I'm very nervous around them because... They got a little juice, and they might send the boys after me if they know how I really feel. But you get into that type of stuff on the 5150 show, the YouTube show, right? Yeah, yeah, I get into whatever on the 5150 show because I'm, it's, my own, it's my own show. I, I do it off my own dollar. Like, I don't have any corporate sponsors um, having, the, having the guys telling me, Corey, you can't say that. So I just I try to be as respectful as I can because I'm really – a respectful guy and person, but I get to I get to rub it in on a lot of things that people can't rub it in on because in this day and time, you lose your sponsorship if you speak from the heart. When you got on Leno, hard to believe it was twenty years ago. But did you kind of think, "Damn, I made it"? Yeah, hell yeah, man. Ray Leno was cool as hell, man. He was cool as hell. He was. I mean, I couldn't believe how nice he was to me because Jay Leno don't let everybody sit on his couch. Mm-hmm. So when I was allowed to sit on the couch, I really was like, okay, this is working out. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so living in L.A., I, I, yeah, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and I messed up the Leno gig because I was late one day. Mm. And in that world, you can't be late for anything unless you're a big-time star. Yeah. So I was late for one of the interviews, and I never worked for him again after that. But it wasn't because of Leno. It was because of those guys who were looking at me like, why does he like this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Mad TV as well. I mean, getting on that. So you kind of like, you you took to L.A. pretty quickly then, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who like what I do, who like what I stand for. So I wound up getting opportunities from people I never would imagine even knew about me or my comedy. When the people at Family Guy got in touch with me to play a character, oh, my God, I was like, yo, I don't even think they believe me. I was like, this is one of my favorite shows. This is one of the shows I watch. They thought it was like, yeah, yeah, you're here. Keep it. (laughs) (laughs) I I was flattered that. Um, the guys at Family Guy knew who I was. I was in the room with these guys doing voiceover work. It was it was one of the highlights of being in L.A. No doubt. A couple more questions for Corey Holcomb. He's up here at Cobb's Comedy Club this weekend. Um, I'm I'm about the same age as you, and I always loved Red Fox. And I know you've been kind of compared to him a guy who was notoriously late to all his gigs, by the way. But it, it, the way Red yeah. Fox went, how do you how do you see yourself as kind of a modern day Red Fox? Well, we're taking the same path as far as it goes with Hollywood knows about Corey Holcomb, but Corey Holcomb has issues with agents. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had big name agencies, William Morris, mm-hmm. um, ICM, all these guys. Except they want to be my boss. 
instead of working for me. Right. So because I won't allow the agents to be my boss, um, <clears throat> I don't get the recognition I, I feel like I really deserve in the Hollywood TV movie realm. So I'm still doing great, but, you know, it's just like Red Fox. A lot of people found out about Red Fox later in his career. So I guess that's how it's going to be for me because I am very comfortable with who I am. Of course, there's always room for improvement um, because I'm an entertainer, so I'm mentally disturbed. But (laughs) I think I'm a good dude to be around. Yeah, I mean, look at Rodney Dangerfield. He didn't really hit until his 50s. I mean, it's crazy. And I had a chance to meet him. And when I tell you, I heard the stories of Rodney Dangerfield. And it was everything they said it was. He's a confident guy. Confident men get along with everybody. He's got the real comedy chops, man. I met him backstage at the Jay Leno show, and I walked back in the green room, and he didn't, you know, we didn't know each other. He was like, "Oh, uh, hey, what's up, brother? You, you finna sing?" I was like, "Ah, okay." <laughs> But uh, you can tell he was, he, this is how he jokes. This is how he does his thing. Mm-hmm. Something like that might be taken as, oh, he was trying to be, no, he was being funny. He's Rodney Dangerfield. I love it. You know, I remember I heard. One a, of the best to ever do it. No doubt. The quickest. Um, I heard a story about Red Fox one time, you know, as foul mouth as he was, that one time he was in a club and this table, to his left, they just wouldn't stop talking. And everybody's like, oh, wait, Red's going to snap on him. And he said very calmly, he's like, excuse me, if you just stop talking, give me a chance, and I guarantee you that I'll, I'll make you laugh. Can you just stop talking and give me a chance? And they were like, oh, okay. And I was like, wow, I like the way Red handled that one, because sometimes you just expect them to fly off the handle. So how do you, uh, you know, handle the people who chit-chat and don't know how to act? Uh, it's part of the gig. I think I'm quick enough to handle most situations i'm quick enough to handle most situations so they don't really bother me sometimes there are people who come to the show to be disruptive and throw things off and that's unfortunate because you didn't earn this so unfortunately when the club tries to put you out if i feel like you're trying to disrupt the show Mm -hmm. i don't stop the club from putting you out but if i feel like it's a guy who had a couple too many i'm normally able to laugh with him in a way where eventually I win them over, sort of like how you said Red Fox did that. But it takes talent to do that. There's a lot of people on the stage now who aren't talented when it comes to this comedy thing. They're just famous. And it's unfortunate that the people go to those shows and are so disappointed when they leave, but that's all part of the game, too. I think that I'm talented, so people yelling out stuff, it's not not the end of the world to me. Yeah, you're so right about some of these, like, TikTok stars who get popular and then they, the, the poor guy, poor girl doesn't know how to do even 20 minutes, much less an hour. Yeah, it makes, it makes the comedy thing hard because in this, in this time now where there are comedy clubs, these managers at the clubs, they don't say it publicly because they can't, but they are in such a bind when you have someone who can't even do 20 minutes because people want their money back people are disruptive, people are everything, because they paid all this money to come to a comedy show, and they just met a guy that's famous from, like you said, TikTok or something like that. They don't have a comedy chops. Back in the day, there were talent agents that go out and search for talent. Now, because there's so much demand and television shows, they're just like, well, who can we get now? Well, this guy's famous. He, 
He juggled a beer can with his throat. Oh, yeah, let's book him. <laughs> Last question for you. Tell me about, I know it was a while ago, but tell me about being on Jerry Springer. Oh, man. I had, I had fun, even though they did us all wrong. Like, Jerry Springer, they look for people to come on as guests. And then when the show is over, they throw you back out in the street. Like, they picked us up in a limousine. And then when the show was over, it was like, all right, get out. We've got to clean up this room. <laughs> so the staff of Jerry Springer, were, they, they were manipulative and everything. But like I said, because I have talent, I like to say, I, I shine on Jerry Springer because I got a chance to get laughs, get laughs, and feel good about what I did to get the laughs. But... Um, me, D. Ray Davis, another guy named Damon Williams. We are, they're all comedians from Chicago. We were on the show, and it's kind of wild because really, they pit people against each other at Jerry Springer, where they really want fights. They wanted me to really fight this guy, and I, I'm not that guy. I'm like, I'll go out here, I'll, I'll have some fun, but then I think one of the guys, well, one of the girls, got into a real fight. Cause they charged this one girl up to fight this other girl. And he was like, oh, we were all backstage getting drunk about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> you know what I'm all the guests, they're all back in the same green room. Then they split you up. And when you get out there, whoever they can charge up to fight, that's what happens. Those fights are, like, instigated. Wow. All right, everybody, make sure to check him out at Cobbs this weekend. You go to CoreyHolcomb.com. You can pick up a I'm a Genocidal Horde t-shirt, right? <laughs> oh, wow, they got those? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I think I had something like that. I might bring them. Yeah, I think I'll bring them this week. Get a big box. <laughs> yeah, I want to say to the girl I met last time I was in Frisco, um, I already set up something with this other girl. You can come to the show, but I can't leave with you. So if we did it, we'll have to do it in the green room real fast. She uh, knows. She knows. She'll hear it. She'll all know. right. The nasty green room. Hey, Corey, man, thanks for coming on. <laughs> he knows about the nasty green room. I love you already. <laughs> all right. Good stuff. I'm Rick right. We'll come on back on Byline. Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003.
Let's say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need, and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember, they can say yes when your bank says no. Call Easy Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. Easy Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. Are you tired of paying hundreds of dollars or more every month for your family's health benefits? Would you pay as little as $10 a week to save more money on your health care visits? You'll save on dental care, chiropractic visits, telehealth visits, vision care, medical lab work, and much, much more. All of this for one low fee of around $40 a month for your entire family. AmeriPlan has been providing Americans with fantastic discount health plans for 30 years. Have access to a quarter of a million high-quality health providers. Even if you have health insurance, you need to have an AmeriPlan discount health plan. And again, for less than $40 a month, your entire family is covered. Best thing you can do is make a free call right now and learn about how our Platinum Plan can help you with your health care needs for as low as 40 bucks a month. 800-723-2391. 800-723-2391. That's 800-723-2391. You talking to me? You talking to me? Rick Tittle can usually be found at He Baby Mama House. All right. Today, the uh, exhibition season has been announced in the NFL. Two teams have to play an extra exhibition game. The Jaguars and the Raiders. Jacksonville will take on Las Vegas at the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio. That's right. They have to play four preseason games. Boo. By the way, the uh, next week, Vikings at Raiders, just for the Raider fans out there. Uh, Raiders at Dolphins week two, uh, week three. Uh, you'll see Patriots at Raiders. And here's the other thing. Will Devontae Adams play in any of those games? No. Will Derek Carr play in any of those games? No. But you'll see a lot of Jarrett Stidham and you'll see a lot of Nick Mullins, and you might see a little bit of Chase Garbers. <laughs> but here's the other thing. if And I knew this because I had season tickets twice when the Raiders were here in both entities in Oakland. 
when you have season tickets, you pay full price to see the Chase Garbers uh, of the world. Uh, but anyway, uh, our team's Daniel. we got to play an extra game. We're screwed. All right. <laughs> we'll see the start of the Doug Peterson era and Josh McDaniel eras at the Hall of Fame game. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back 9 a.m. tomorrow with another edition of Titillating Sports. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.